Yes, here we go. Welcome to the exciting new sound of the Arctic You Film podcast. This right here is episode 27. And today on the podcast, we are going to be looking at the best family movies ever. And uh, she did all right last week. Ben and I thought she did okay. So much so that we've got her back and she's now an official part of the Arctic You Film podcast family. Charlotte's here! I'm so excited! And I can go red when you did the intro this time. Yes, you did not. You did not. Okay, guys. Are we going to have to clap every time Charlotte comes on now, even though she's on every every week? No, I felt like this was a big announcement. As you should. I'm I'm the main character. Um, I don't know about that. That's that's pushing it a bit, Charlotte. That's a bit. That's pushing it a bit. Ben is the star of this podcast. I, you know, um, but we are each picking what we think are two incredible family movies that we think this half term you should put on and watch with your kids. I love how Ben's written here. Uh, the kids are on half term, like we have kids, Ben. Yeah, like you're at uni. We're all closer to being kids ourselves than we are to hopefully having them, kind of. Oh, I hope so. I can barely look after myself, let alone a child. I mean, Charlotte just needs to find a guy that (laughs) has his pocket thing. (laughs) We've got a wide variety of picks coming up for you on today's podcast. We've got some live action, we've got some animated films. Oh, and maybe one that's a bit of both as well. Plus, we've got a 2013 Disney animated movie, which I love, by the way. Okay, Ben, you're up first. Pick number one. What have you gone for, mate? Yeah, so um, I think families come in all different shapes and sizes. And Instant Family is one of my favourite films about families of the last few years. It kind of happened when Pete, played by Marky Mark Wahlberg, and Ellie, played by the always underrated Rose Bryan, uh, decide to start a family. They're in their mid-30s. And they kind of stumble upon the world of foster care accidentally as a way to one-up their uh, sister. Um, They hope to have, like, a small child and raise it, but end up in a fight with a 15-year-old girl um, played by Isabella Mona at... You know in America they have, like, these huge things for fostering, full of, like... Which are basically, like, child fairs where people buy them. I find that mad. Anyway. Is that still legal, by the way, in America? Yeah, because it's how they get the kids to be fostered. Anyway, they end up getting in a fight (laughs) with with this uh, 15-year-old girl, Isabella. um, And then they find out that uh, she comes with two siblings, meaning their family goes from zero kids to three kids overnight. Um, And the film's kind of watching Pete and Ellie learn to become parents, uh very very quickly um it is a real roller coaster it does have a very serious topic and themes and it's done very sincerely which i always love sincerity it's my favorite thing in films and it is silly you do laugh i watched it again recently when it was on tv and i was laughing the whole way through and it just kind of bounces along nicely for two hours which is what you want Charlotte, in a good you family watched this? Yeah, I watched it actually a couple of weeks ago, and it's so good. I cried. Is it, new? Is it a new film? Is it an old film? It's two it's years Netflix. old. I it's two, two years, years old. Yeah, came out I in twenty nineteen. You know what? I've never heard of this, but that genuinely sounds really good. I'm a sucker for a good family film at the minute. Well, it's really good. I mean, um, like I said, I've only watched it recently because it was like new to Netflix, so not necessarily a new movie, but just new to the streaming service. But um, it was so good. And like Ben said, the actress, um, Rosie, I can't remember her last name, she's incredible in it. She, yeah, there are just so many points where you find yourself laughing and then crying within minutes. 
it's i like that i love i love a good film that's not too downbeat i love a film that's not i hate films where you're actually laughing every five seconds because i don't know about you two i find myself out of breath from laughing so much (laughs) and then i feel like because i'm laughing i can't enjoy the film because i'm still laughing at what's already happened like 10 minutes ago so i really like the sound of this film how it's up and down um presumably the lead actress is quite young well, Isabel Moreno, who played Dora in the Dora the Explorer film a few years ago as well, um, is 15. Hey, no joke, me and my mates the other day were talking about Dora the Explorer and also the spin-off, Go Diego Go. We were literally singing the Go Diego Go theme tune, and I've looked it up on YouTube and I've been listening to it. This is where this lockdown is hitting me, the fact that I'm looking up Spanish songs from about 10 years ago for nine-year-olds, and I'm actually loving it. I was not a Dora the Explorer fan. I, I was. For, that show was banned in my house and I never watched it. Like, Why so was it much. Banned? So many shows are banned in my house. Um, like my upcoming pick. That was banned, right? Uh, yes, that was banned. The books were banned, so the films were never watched. The uh, uh, What else is banned? Tracy Beaker was banned. In that the Night banned. Garden. In the Night Garden was banned. Guys, hold up, hold up. You both, in both your households, Tracy Beaker was banned. The story yeah. of Tracy Beaker. Yep. Uh, Why? My mum said it was like too, I was too impressionable and the behaviour was rubbing off on me. <laughs> bog off and stuff. I was about to say, I did like bog off did become a key staple in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. But it's a great show, man. You know, they've recently brought back um, Tracy Beaker. Tracy Beaker's got a new show called My Mum Tracy Beaker. Yeah. Oh, is it good? I've been meaning to. It's, it's... Just see your stuff on Instagram. Everyone's well, to be, it, like... to be fair, Charlotte, <laughs> I think that show only works if you watched it as a child, which both of us were not yeah. allowed to because... I think the new show, it's rubbish, but if you've watched it when you were little, it's kind of cute. Ben, why was it banned in your household? Um, well, as my mum would put it, it's shit. I think that probably was her reasoning. My mum used to swear when we were very little. <laughs> and that, that is definitely rubbed off on you, Ben. <laughs> I know, it's swearing is very casual in my house, so it probably was. Um, ben, what's your you opinion? have um, Horrid Henry banned. I wasn't yeah, Horrid, Horrid Henry was banned. Guys, what is wrong with your childhood? I feel like some serious voids that need to be filled. I mean, I I kid you not, I was probably one of the only nine-year-olds who watched Pointless because they weren't allowed to watch much else. Like, I just, I used to watch, like, Pointless and The One Show and BBC Breakfast as always. So I I never really watched this. There's no ITV in your house, right? Only BBC. No, Ah. there's, there's not no ITV. We do, but, you know... Just we always end up watching what's ever on the BBC. We never go that far down the. It's from, <laughs> we always I just skip. Prefer on. ITV. Mm. I love a bit of Phil and Holly. Yeah, I do. I, I do love. Morgan. I love not, this not morning. Not keen on Lorraine. She's the the weak link in my opinion. No, I, I can't stand Piers Morgan. Just yeah. I really. I think. Okay. I think fundamentally he's a troll. <laughs> he's the OG troll. He's the first troll because he used to send the press and the paps out to go and bully celebrities. Like that's he... not confirmed. That that is this... well, well. Considering Ian troll. Hislop, Ian Hislop, who um has famously said Stop that Piers Morgan. Right oh my god, this is gonna kick off. Pe- no, no, but Pe- Ian Hislop, yeah, uh, the writer of the Private Eye and um, 
also of Have I Got News For You, has said that Piers Morgan once said to him, shut up, or I will send the paps round to your house. Which, so that is... be a joke. It sounds like an empty threat, man. Well, considering Piers Morgan used to basic... He was harassing. He was the head of a network of people who would harass. So, I think he... was actually, wasn't he third in command? Yeah, but he was the editor of the newspaper that did it. So, the... So the people above him, Rupert Murdoch, owned like every newspaper. Then you have right. the person who owns it all in Europe. Then you have Piers Morgan. So, Well, in my opinion, all right, Piers Morgan, very entertaining in the morning on uh, Good Morning Britain. Uh, I know we've got a lot of American listeners and they do not like Piers Morgan, presumably, considering twat. his chat show that he did in America went to utter shit. Um, so when you think of classic Disney films to watch with the family, what comes to your mind are the old classics? I'm talking Prince Ali. I'm talking The Lion King. Not necessarily Prince Ali. What is that? It's called <laughs> Aladdin. It's oh. called Aladdin, mate. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I meant Aladdin. It's just because I have, you know, the song. Yeah. Prince Ali, my dears, he. That yeah. was the showstopper in that, in that, in in Aladdin. No, 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 I fully agree. I was just like, what? It's not a classic. Toy Story, let's just... Put... Toy Story was my childhood. Toy... The Jungle Book. Oh, mm. the, all the Disney princesses. I mean, no, no, not for me. That's going to be a bit far, Charlotte. But uh, I'm trying to get at... Oh, go on, go on. I feel like this is going to be a bit of an off-topic edition of the podcast, but go on, Charlotte. <laughs> No, I just swear, everyone watched the Disney princesses. You can't lie. I guarantee you all have a favourite Disney princess. I mean, I do, yeah. <laughs> Rapunzel, purely because my sister used to like watch that on repeat, so I know that. No, but it is a fact that apparently you boys sometimes, quite commonly, date girls that look like the Disney princesses. Well, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. My... my type is brunette. My type is she very similar. My type oh, is very does. similar to my favourite Disney pr- princess, so, uh, you know. Who was yours then? Um, it's Jasmine from Aladdin. Ooh, or from Prince Ali, as it's otherwise known. Um, right, Charlotte, but what I'm getting at is not many people think of your pick, which is Monsters University. This is the follow-up to Monsters, Inc., right? Mm-hmm. I much prefer Monsters University to Monsters, Same. Monsters Inc. I think it's actually better. It's my, well, I was so, I know it's a prequel, which is like a sequel, which Ben Loki hates, but we go with it. Um, But it's, I love Monsters University. I prefer it to Monsters, Inc. And the reason why I picked it is because I don't have Disney Plus, um, unfortunately, but it's on BBC iPlayer. That's where I watched it. Mm. I literally went on the TV the other day and it was there in full glory. I've never been so excited. So for people who don't know what Monsters University is centered around, it's centered around this animated world where um, monsters live and their whole world gets all their energy and stuff from monsters scaring little kids. And there's like doors they go through. It's such a cool world that they've created. Um, but monsters- It's quite scary, it gave me nightmares. Yeah, so- It was quite scary, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) From children's film, I was like, friggin' hell. Monsters University isn't the scary- Monsters Inc was scary. Monsters University's calm. Yeah. Yeah, the Ink one's quite scary. Monsters Inc was, okay, banned in my house. Not for (laughs) any, but- 
but because me and my brother, we were both quite scared of it when we were little, when we were like three, okay? I mean, understandably, and, I'd be scared, <laughs> scared of it now to tell you the Yeah, and my parents told us the DVD, because we're that old, was broken, <laughs> and they just kept that lie up for ages. No, well, I honestly really recommend Monster University because it's a definitely more tame version than Monsters, Inc. And I I love it. I think it is so fun. I think there's really good humour in it. And like I said, you can literally watch it on BBC iPad, so it's very easy to access. It's not like... Yeah, no like, subscription, no ads. No, it's just a really simple, obviously, on the cheaper spectrum of a great movie to watch. I love it. Monsters University, I mean, I didn't really love Monsters, Inc. when I was little, but Monsters University is one of my favourite, like, animation films ever. I Amen. feel like... I, yeah, I completely agree. It's so good. In the Pixar rankings... Do you guys have the Monsters Inc. and Monsters Universities higher? Because for me, they're quite low. Universities high. Universities high, not Inc. For me, Inc. is quite middly and Universities quite low. Not saying Simply that. Ben, I'm not just saying, saying this because this is your prequel sequel thing that you do not like. No, it's not that I don't like sequels or prequels. It's just I don't think they're as good as the original in lots I, of cases. I differ with this movie. I mean, I have Toy Story. F- Two is one of my favourite films of all time. That's See, the top. I think three's better than two. Yeah, but One's I. Two. Two's the weak one in my view. I was I raised, all... and for me, Shrek Three is the best Shrek. But I know that is the hottest of hot takes. Isn't that the one where they're like all the princesses and Prince Charming takes over? Is that the yes. Shrek? One? Yeah. Oh, I've never watched Shrek. <gasps> Get education all i know it's a green man who's friends with a donkey (gasps) no but i do love the one with rumpelstiltskin when he takes over as well that's a great shrek i mean that's a classic character you know it's like darth vader's classic star wars character jacob stop bad mouthing shrek and fucking watch it it's so good (laughs) honestly ben when you said that in such a serious way i thought i'm in trouble i thought you were in trouble (laughs) i probably gave me chills then i was like oh i'm on fight Anyway, on to um, Jacob, your first pick, which we actually teased as your binge pre-Charlotte. Um, yeah, and, um, Charlotte, we, uh, when I was doing the binge, oh, we just might come back, might not. Yeah, Charlotte, did you guess it, by the way? We were talking about it on the podcast, trying to get uh, the lovely listeners to guess it. Charlotte, you were a listener to the podcast at this time. Did you guess what I was on about? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm oh, on my- about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Now... TikTok quite literally inspired me to go and watch all three Die of a Wimpy Kid films, right? So I saw this clip on TikTok, and I initially thought it was from the second one, which is the main one I'm going to be focusing on today, Roderick Rules. I saw this clip and was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So I watched Die of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, loved it, and was then like, hang on, the clip I saw on TikTok wasn't in this movie, which meant I knew it was in the next one, uh, Dog Days, I think it's called. So I watched that, and I thought, oh, I might as well go back to the first one. Now, there's three main Diary of a Wimpy Kid films that released in three consecutive years. They then did another one about six years later. I don't know if you've watched that. That with different actors. Rubbish. That, shit. <laughs> it's absolutely shit. Don't watch that one. Watch the original three films. They are great. So uh, I suggest you watch them all. They're all great. But you don't need to watch them in a specific order. But if you are going to watch them all, you know, watch them in the right order. Um, but the second film is the one I'm going to be focusing on here, though, because in my view, it is the best one. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. So Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules is a 2011 American 
live action and animated comedy film. I love this. They really get the balance of animated and uh, live action in this film really well, which I think a lot of films struggle with. Ben's looking at me like, what do you want about? No, I, I didn't realise it was animated. That's yeah, what man. I... <laughs> I bet that is inspired by the books. Quite a bit of it is animated, to be honest. I've never... of the books. Yeah. Yeah. Was it banned in your house, Ben? Yes, it was. It was, so I can't talk to this one. Were you Googling it then? Like, is Diary of Wimpy Kid animated? I actually me? was Googling like, it. Charlotte, this is what I get. Everything I say, he does not believe me. No, it wasn't I, I wasn't... Ben was doing something, and I... It wasn't that I didn't believe you. It was just I was genuinely interested. Like, you know, I find this... I'm interested in films, so if I haven't seen one and I hear something I think sounds quite cool, like a live-action animated hybrid often is, I wanted to see if it's true. Nate, it's so good. It's directed by David Bowers, and it is based on Jeff Kinney's 2008 book of the same name. And, uh, mate, this, this film is so funny for children and adults alike because children, kids are going through this right now, a lot of them, and adults can actually look back and be like, oh, yeah, I remember something awkward like that happened to me. Um, but it's actually educational, you know? You learn about your friendships, family relationships, bullying, the theme of growing up. Yeah, man, I'd, uh, I'd highly suggest you watch it. Charlotte, have you watched Diary of Wimpy Kid? Because I never know if it is something girls can necessarily relate to. I'm disappointed in both of you because I was watching Diary of a Wimpy Kid because I watched it when it came out in 2011 so i was nine i've been watching diary of a wimpy kid i read all the books yeah i mate, i've got them here yeah the books are incredible honestly i think I what i love though that. is how the books are the films are like three books in one yeah but they are oh, they're so i love the movies i love the books like i said i had them all but i the movies are fantastic i mean first, I, first. Frick. I was loving life yeah, Roderick, this is why, right? I think Roderick is the standout character in the films. That's why I've gone for Diary of Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, you know? That's the biggest Roderick film, and I think... He's so cool. I wouldn't say about cool. I think he is. He's just got this attitude. And also, I love the actor that plays him. Are you crushing yeah. on him, Charlotte? Pardon? Are you crushing on him? Oh, I loved him so much back in the day. It's probably why I have such awful taste in boys. I just loved him. <laughs> Charlotte, the one question that we all want to know right now is that does Roderick from Diary of a Wimpy Kid have nice pockets? <laughs> he has incredible gene taste, let's put it that way. Right, let's go on to our second picks. Um, Charlotte, I absolutely love your pick, by the way. I knew you would. I love it, I love it. Charlotte and I have on many occasions fantasised over what Charlotte has chosen. I love your... Like 50 Shades of Grey I was about to recommend. I love your pick as well, Charlotte. I've got, like, Harry Potter stuff around me right now. So, yeah, Charlotte's pick is Harry Potter. Yeah, I gave it away then without meaning to. We're going to get on to Charlotte's pick, Harry Potter, after Ben. Potter. Did not expect this pick from you. Well, this was me channeling my inner seven-year-old, which is still worryingly very quite close. Um... I used to love Sonic. It was my game when I was little. I was obsessed with it. And um, I'm I've... so shocked. 
I oh, oh I used to love it so much and Mario and Sonic and everything and I'd always wanted a live action Sonic film and when it came out last year and ended up being Is one of the highest action? grossing films of last year. Is it live action? Yeah, it's live action animation. Sonic is obviously animated, but James, yes. but the other characters are real. Jim Carrey as the ultimate Doctor Robotnik is. No. That is dream. I'm I'm surprised you guys haven't. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. I was a big Sonic fan, mainly the Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games. That was my, that was my jam. Those were so good. Yeah. But Mario, Sonic, oh, that was literally my childhood. Um, this is the most, in my opinion, enjoyable family movie night because the parents will enjoy the kind of camp funness of it and the kids will just be like, oh, he's so quick, it's Sonic, oh my God. And it's funny and you've got Jim Carrey and it's a good video game film, which is so rare. I'm not a gamer. This is also Blazes in the sequel, which is very... Ben, did you have a bit of crush on Blaze back in the day? No, because it's uh it's Charlotte's like who the fuck? Because she's a hedgehog. It's like Sonic's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and Blaze is purple. Yeah. She's purple. She's purple. It's shadow with it's shadow. Sonic's brother. Just unlocked such a childhood memory. What? I forgot about this character. Yeah. <gasps> You know when like you don't remember anything and then suddenly someone reminds you and you're like, oh my god, I remember. That's wow. Who yeah, was your... The boys have recently got back into playing Mario Kart and we are all so obsessed. But we all you guys, you so guys stopped being obsessed with Mario Kart. I, 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 I mean, kept on loving it. Okay, we went up to our attic, found the Wii, and now we're on it non-stop. Oh. What character... What, like, if you have to be someone in the go-kart thing, like who, who do you choose? A Diddy. Diddy Kong. That's a good choice. I always ended up. I always wanted to be Waluigi, but I always ended up being Princess Peach. <laughs> I'm not a baby princess. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure how I always ended up at like that one, but. I am. I am. I'm sure. <laughs> I rotate between um, King Boo and Yoshi. 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 Ooh, ooh, interesting. I, one thing I never got is why King Boo is actually a heavy character, even though he's a ghost. Awesome. What were your choice. what were your Wii games of choice? Because those that was the console. Like this is us again revealing our age, but that was the console of our childhood. Oh, so it's, it's, it's the console of my life. Yeah, it's it's the only game. It's the only gaming console I've ever been truly obsessed with. But I am obsessed with my Xbox, to be fair. But the Wii, yeah, it did bits for me back in the day. Like Wii Two was definitely Mario Kart. Uh, like I said, um, I loved a bit of Mario. Wii Party was golden. Just... Wii Party was good. Look, hide the remote. Yeah. Or oh, Derby Dash. Derby Dash was such a yeah, good mini yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. Hide the remote on Wii Party. The sword fighting on Wii Sports Resort. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of the one that... I don't know what it was called, but you could run, and then, like, dogs would start following you. Oh, that was so fun, but I don't remember what it was called. Is that Wii Fit? I think it was Wii Fit, yeah, I think so. A little bit of Just Dance? Loves Just Dance. Oh, weirdo. I was competitive at Just Dance to the extent that I would actually dance. I hated people who just sat on the sofa. Oh, no, I'd get up and Yeah, I might need Xbox, because Just Dance on the Xbox don't need no remotes or anything. It literally picks you up. 
and like registers your movements. Yeah, but not that I play. <laughs> no, mine's the um, uh, what's the Super Mario Bros. When you could ride the Yoshi's and stuff. Oh, that was another great one. And Guys, the Olympic cool podcast idea. We just do one reminiscing about the Wii. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ben's second pick, Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, you've just had five minutes chat uh, about Wii games which I'm sure you love and didn't skip or tune out whatsoever <laughs> Look, I, I feel bad I said the name of your next pick and I was trying to hype it up it is so good though it is isn't it isn't it just the best it is my I mean like me and Jacob like Jacob said me and him have had many discussions about um Harry Potter and honestly it it, it is truly my main source of happiness i think at times um whenever i'm ill it's a harry potter marathon and i haven't i've got i watched them all yeah I, I think i watched them about four times um all the way through and i cry every time at the my end my favorite of film straight up favorite harry potter film go okay. i bet you're so basic i bet you're so basic and it's definitely Harry's part two no it's the oh no it's the goblet of fire goblet of fire okay. uh prisoner of band for me <sighs> That's my least favourite one. But Deadly Hallows Part 2 is actually... I've, I watched it twice over Christmas. Good. It's actually a brilliant film. Like, it people, is. It's part one. It's oh, so it's much better. It's so much better than Avengers Endgame. And Part 1, I think, works if you watch Part 1 then Part 2. Yeah, I don't... Back. Yeah, I don't think Part 1 works on its own, which no, is something yeah. that happens to most Part 1s, to be fair. Um, ben, why do you think... Sorry, Charlotte. Why do you think that Deathly Hallows is so much better than Endgame? Um, well, it's an hour shorter, which, you know, that was a big, big one. The action yeah, sequence... Yeah, you, can, you can't go for a Wii. Uh, you, you don't need to go for a Wii in Harry Potter, but mm. you do in Endgame. Also, like, Deathly Hallows Part oh, 2 so, so is like an hour-long action sequence. Like, the battle for Hogwarts. It's so good in the books. It's even better on the screen. Did you guys read the books? Because I listened to the audiobooks yeah. with Stephen I Fry. I the audiobooks. I think, I think as Jacob very well knows, I'm quite the nerd, so yeah, I did read the books. Yeah, I can't read very well, so I, I, I listen to the audiobooks. Listen to the audiobooks. Mm. I just love them. And are you now obsessed with What's-His-Face? I've always... I He was... He was my second celebrity crush. Was what about Tom Felton? Yeah. Because no, no, I fancied Harry Potter when I watched the first one, and because Draco's not really in it, and then the second one came, and I was like, "Forget you, Potter, Draco Malfoy," and I've never stopped. And you can I ask Draco Malfoy's wand, and the reason it is the best wand is because a Draco Malfoy is a sick character, but also it's the wand Harry uses to kill Voldemort. Know, also, can we? You can't appreciate Draco without appreciating appreciating Jason Isaacs as a dad, Lucius Malfoy. Oh, oh my god! He's so. I really wanted his wand, but it's in a cane. It cost far too much money. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive that wand. But Narcissus wands, the Draco family wands are sick. Mm. Yeah, man. So Charlotte, which Harry Potter film have you picked? Or have you just said all of them? I've said all of them. I think they should watch a marathon over half term. Why not? Because I. This is the thing. I think Harry Potter will be a thing that every generation watches. Like, our generation obviously has our feeling about it, but I'm 100% making my little siblings watch it. Like, they are sitting down and getting some culture in them. And 
you know what's great because then they watch the movies and maybe they want to read the books because the books are so much more detailed and then also you can then go to the warner brothers studios after lockdown that's something so exciting to look forward to i've been down there it's amazing i want to go back so badly i want to go back because they've added in the train i want to go back now i'm older because i'm so much more interested in how films are made as well so oh, I feel like so much on that there. Yeah, I feel like I would appreciate it. I went when I was like eleven, and I feel like now. I'll take you from podcast day out, anybody? Oh, hundred percent. I'm down. I'm actually down. I'd be so happy. I'd go get all the gear and everything. I'd be so ready for it. I'll just be eating Bertie Bots over flavoured beans the whole way around. I remember the lemon. I got lemon sherbets when I went there when I was little, and they were so good. Hey, I got a chocolate frog. Yeah. And it's so big, but it's not hollow inside, which I love. Do you know how like. To be they were really side. hard to eat. Oh, so hard. Like, I was full halfway through. Now they're really good. They're really good. Um, hot take, guys. Do we like Fantastic Beasts? No. Recently, yes. No. I don't like... Okay, I don't like Fantastic Beasts 2. Um, I tell you what is great, though. Yeah. Have you read J.K. Rowling's detective series called the Cormoran Strike Detective Novels, which no, she writes? I've heard a lot about it. Apparently, it's uh... they are the series of them was terrible, but I listened to one of the audiobooks and it was great, and it had a very funny sex like scene, like one of the better ones I've read. When I was watching Fantastic Beasts, spoiler alert! Actually, I won't say his name, but a main character in Harry Potter is in Fantastic Beasts, and he's actually gay. But I watched it on the plane uh, to Dubai, um, and it cut out anything that said he was gay. So no, that was just the film. From the film, that was the gay. film. Didn't mention it at all. Are you sure? Because yes. the film felt very, very confusing. No, what no. The, the the second film that was confusing, and they didn't mention it in the film. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, J.K. Rowling only said Dumbledore was gay, I think, in the sixth film, because they wrote something in the script, and she said Dumbledore would never say that. And they said, why? And they said, well, it's because he's gay. Because there's a scene where they're outside by that Yeah, girl. she retconned it. She she never wrote it in the books, um, which means there's no pressure to write it in the films if you're a major studio who don't want to put it in there. I mean, also, maybe she's gone back on it. I wouldn't be surprised if she's gone back at it, considering she's quite anti-trans, which means she probably doesn't huge... There... Wait, just think about it. There are no gay characters in any of the magical world. Like, none in the books, none in the show, in the films. Who She's, she's never... No, wrote... there is Dumbledore, because she released this book giving backstory to every single character. Okay, but in, the... but in the actual books and the actual films... And the actual Fantastic Beast films, there's no reference to it at all. The more you think about it, like you can retcon as much as you want afterwards, but if you're not going to, I can't think of anybody. Yeah, like she can retcon it afterwards, but it's meaningless because it's just her hiding one of the faults of the books. That it's not, because there are so many characters in there, easily. Yeah, I mean to think about, isn't it? It is. I mean, I, I'm i just surprised that Ben actually liked one of my picks, so I'm blown away. I like <laughs> your other pick. 
Well, no, I know, but it's because it was like, oh, that's a series. Like, how will he feel about that? And you've done eight films as well. Like, I've eight. Not a short <laughs> series. I mean, I haven't liked either of Jacob's picks. Just for... Putting... You don't like my next pick. I hate your next... Okay, I didn't I hate your ben, next right? pick. I texted Ben telling him my picks. And he said, yeah, I mean, it's your choice. <laughs> 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 I mean, I wasn't going to. Got more balls than me. I wasn't going to. I'm going to put Sex in the City two in there, am I? Already going to go down like a ship. I wasn't going to stop. I I don't stop you guys picking things. I just, you know, I. Why don't you like my next pick, Charlotte? Do you like my next pick? I love it. I used to watch it all the time when I was a child. I liked it. As I name dropped your pick, Charlotte, and I actually felt bad. What is my pick? <laughs> it is. I need to remember the long title. I'm going to call it. It's the, the film with the longest title. <laughs> the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Because I just call it Narnia. Yeah, okay, that is <laughs> the reason. The reason, because I did love this film as a child and I did read all the books. But and it is two... a cracking family film, which is what this podcast is yes. about, ladies and gentlemen. There are two two words describes or I don't like this film. Actually, it's a name, Evie Bradley. <gasps> She no, made me hate friend. this film. A girl you two I, went to school with. I love Evie. I love Evie. She's Charlotte's best friend for context. She got a mention last week. But she wound me up to the extent. She wound me. She talked about this film so much to the extent it makes me. I can't watch it anymore. Let me guess. It, it she really me. wanted to put this on as a play at school. No, yeah. that was Lottie. Oh, yeah, that was Lottie. <laughs> and I wanted to be the bare bitch queen. Like, you would be the queen, yeah. yeah 100%. Ben would be the, um, what's the like, elf kangaroo guy? Mr. Thomas. Yes, Ben would be Mr. Thomas. I would be down for that because then I could be topless James McAvoy. Who would I be? Peter. Is that the older one? No, you'd be yeah. Edmund. Which is the older one? No, you'd be the younger one. The, what? The I want to be the older one. You would. You'd be like, oh, take a slight, get a bit of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I would. Um, Although, if it was the later movies, I'd want to be the little brat. Ooh. See, With guys, this is the thing. So, the first one, I've watched it so many times, absolutely love it. But the other ones, I really think is absolute shit. Yeah. I like Prince Caspian, so I'm okay with them. <laughs> this first one, it's so much better. Yeah. I mean, so it... go watch this. Mm. The film is set uh, during the World War II bombings in London. So four English siblings are sent to a country house where they will be safe. One day, Lucy finds a wardrobe that transports her to a magical world called Narnia. After coming back, she soon returns to Narnia with her brothers, Peter and Edmund, and her sister, Susan. They, were, they join the magical lion Aslan in the fight against the evil white witch. Oh, it's so good. Honestly, it's so good. That might not sound good if you've not watched it, but trust me, it is. Has anyone witch. not watched it? I feel like quite a few people haven't, you know. Like the same with Harry I Potter. Like generation went off. Yeah, so you need to go on this film. Only released in 2005. Absolute banger. Great family film yeah, to but watch this half-term. Narnia has been a thing since the 50s. So yeah, it started off as novels, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna. I'm waiting to show it to my little sister because she will get terrified of it. Of the White Witch. The White Witch and the freezing and stuff. Like she'll get so scared. I feel like it's a bit Christmassy with the whole snow thing. 
definitely. How old is your little sister now? She is. When was she born? 2012. So she's seven, but she. No, she's nine. Oh my. She's turning nine this year. (laughs) Quick maths. Charlotte, if she's nine, I think you could watch this with her, you know? No, I just think she'd get to. I need need to wait a bit, I think. No, because I. No, no, no. Nine, you're aging out of love for this film. No, yeah, you need to get her on it you now. Need to, you need to get it quick. It's not going to appeal to her in a couple of years, I tell you. Yeah. No, but I think when she's 10, that'll be the time to show it to her. I feel like you're more nervous about her watching it purely because you think, oh no, she's too young, she's too young. Maybe I, I like, watched this film probably when I was six or seven. Yeah, same. But I got scared. I remember I was scared. But don't you it. love films that make you scared? See, guys, we're talking about this. We've got so much content about this film. This is why she needs to watch it. Yeah, it's a great one. It is an absolute cracker. Uh, so, Ben, this is like, this was the first episode of the kind of revamp of the Art at You Film podcast. Before before we go, do you just want to tell me and Charlotte and the lovely listeners about what we can expect from the podcast moving forward? Yeah, so we're going to review things, big things, when they come out. We're not going to try and do that whole thing where we would do four reviews and like the news and all of that stuff because finding four reviews is hard. But so, we might do a couple if a couple of like big things have come out. Yeah, so when, when things of note come out, we will of course review them. We will be doing many more episodes like this. I can tell you the next one, we are previewing slash reviewing um, the new Star on Disney Plus add-on. So we'll be doing reviews of the new shows on that, which will have Love, Victor, Big Sky, those two. And we'll be talking about lots of the big, deep content based on there, like How I Met Your Mother, Blackish, Atlanta 24. So that's next week. We'll be doing... We've got Mandalorians playing Disney Plus, Jacob. Um, <laughs> we'll be doing lots of Oscar stuff when the nominations are announced. So, yeah, that's what you've got to look forward to to very, take us through to exciting. June. And if you have any uh, any opinions on the direction of the Arctic You Film podcast, of course, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you get involved with us on Twitter. We are at Arctic You Film. Mm. And yeah. uh, Ben, reviews, they still coming on the website? Reviews are still coming on the website. What have we got on there at the minute? At the minute, we just uploaded reviews of the new Soulmates TV show and I went back and rewatched A Teacher, which came out earlier this year. Uh, what am I reviewing tomorrow? I honestly... Oh, I care a lot. The new Rosamund Pike film is coming. So go check out the website for that. Well, guys, this was fun. It was kind of like the new proper, like, Charlotte's here now. And this is where Charlotte goes, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It was fun once. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Just throws in the deep end. Charlotte, please say that's not happening. No, I absolutely loved it. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad. I've loved having you on. I've loved having you on. Well, I, um, I got to talk about Harry Potter, which I could talk about forever, so it was great. Yeah, ben will not allow that. Uh, we also, <laughs> this has got to be, Ben, one of the most off-topic editions of the podcast yet. Yeah, it is one of our most off-topic podcasts. Also, I do need to put this in. I do like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, ben I, I really like Harry Potter, guys. Oh, quickly, what's everyone's house? Hufflepuff. The, the, I did the, the test online, it said I was Hufflepuff, but I like to think of myself as a Ravenclaw kind of guy. Oh. You're not a Ravenclaw, Jacob, you're Hufflepuff with me. Charlotte Gryffindor? No, I'm a Slytherin. Of course you are. I've been, I, 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 I lied when I was listed on the test because I didn't want to be one. 
and I was so scared. And my cousin was a Ravenclaw, so I copied all of her answers. So then I was in Ravenclaw. And then um, I lost my account, so I had to do it again. And obviously this time I had to do it truthfully, because I didn't have my cousin next to me to tell me the answers. And it gave me Slytherin. But now I'm very proud to be in it. <laughs> I'd love to, like retake it and see what i get it's been a little while since i've done it charlotte ben thank you very very much and we will see you next week bye bye bye, bye.